Do you go with the flow? Join us each week as we take one topic from classical Christian education and ask ourselves whether or not we're going with the flow. Well, welcome back to Going With The Flow, a River Academy podcast. My name is Tyler. And I'm Eric. And Eric, uh, I'm going to say we have to, I think we have to deal with, with some small bit of a confession. Yeah, I, I think you might be right, Tyler. We, we lied. We did we, lie. We lied on the internet. Is it's, that bad to lie if, on Well, the if you internet? lie on the internet, is that really lying or is that just... That's a good question. <laughs> Last week, we promised you that we would do a podcast on Reformation Day this week and we changed our mind. We did. It, it honestly we had we had such a such feedback from our marriage series that we really decided this has got to be a time to kind of unpack it a little bit more to to make sure we land the series, to make sure it's not just okay, we've talked about marriage for four, four weeks and now we're done, we're moving on. Um, so Eric, why don't you tell us tell us a little bit about how we came to that decision and I guess just where we're going today. Yeah, we 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 felt like we we really did have positive feedback from all of you, our listeners, telling us uh, how the the series was helping you, and we thought, okay, we should probably land the plane. And uh, we had some really powerful uh, guests on, uh, just some really good testimonies and some really practical helps to to help us. We had uh, Paul and Kim Barger, counselors here in town, who. I mean, wow! Just how encouraging to know that there so are good. that there are just some practical things that we can do to uh, to grow in our marriage and to be healthy. And then, and then last week we had Malachi and Kathy and uh, and heard their story of of uh, just heart heartache and hurt and yet major redemption and major yeah. faithfulness. And we thought, okay, I think we need to. We need to just follow up and make sure that we we land uh, land this because it's just been such a great series and really fun to to put these together. And so, we actually, the real truth of the matter is, I just wasn't quite let it, ready yeah. to let it go yet. So, and and this is something you know, Reformation Day is something that we we love. We are as we're recording this, we just finished Reformation Day. It's kind of the way that we the way that we don't celebrate Halloween here. It's going to come around next year. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll talk about it again later and it's a good topic and I think it's a great one, but we will uh we'll come around to it eventually. But um but let's let's get into this. So, what do we want to cover today? What are we actually how how are we bringing all four of these episodes on marriage uh, back together? Well, we began the marriage series by uh, giving two words. We said that we want the this series to give people hope. But then also uh, just a, a healthy reminder that a, a good marriage takes a lot of hard work. And we yeah. really, we, the whole premise was that uh, people have been asking us, hey, you guys need to do a parenting series. You need to do a parenting series. And, and we thought, well, we can't do a parenting series without first saying that the most important thing we can do as parents is to uh, is to work on our marriage because that, uh, that relationship has a profound impact on our, uh, on our children and on our parenting. So, uh, so that's, so that's why we, we started it. And so I thought today what we should do is just look at those two words, hard work and hope. Yeah. I, yeah. I like that. And, and those are, you know, along the way we got, 
we got a lot of, you know, we'll, we'll dig into each of those. Along the way, we got a lot of practical advice. I, I would really encourage you, if this is the first one that you're tuning into, or if in the past you saw, uh, you know, marriage, oh, I don't, I don't need to listen to, to these episodes on marriage. I'm saying I'm, I'm not a married person and I got a ton of, of really useful practical feedback um, just for life as much as anything else. And I think those are going to be helpful, um, helpful episodes to listen to because we're going to maybe be referring back to those um, from this point on. So, so go back, listen to the, to the other episodes we have on marriage um, as well. Uh, let's it's, talk, let's talk hope. Yeah. Let's great. talk hope. Yeah. Uh, let's start with that one. Yeah. Uh, why do you think this is such an important word when it comes to marriage? Well, hope is perhaps one of the most powerful words in the English language. It's it's also one of the most powerful things that we have as human beings this side of heaven. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking about uh, Romans 5, and uh, Paul, uh, Paul in Romans 5 says, not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that our suffering produces perseverance, Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given to us. And uh, it seems weird to start off of a marriage uh, podcast by talking about suffering. And my wife's probably going to be mad at me for saying this, but (laughs) there is an element to which uh, in marriage there is suffering. And I think Paul and Kim helped us in their in their conversation because they said, look, uh, God cares deeply about the institution of marriage. And so by that very nature, that also means that the enemy cares right. very deeply about marriage right. and really is, is always wanting to destroy it. So that means that we're going to have conflict. That means that we're not going to see eye to eye all the time. And, and, you know, uh, not to mention the fact that all of us come to our relationships, all of our relationships, right. not just our marriages, but we come with baggage. Uh, we come with baggage from our childhood and, and coping mechanisms that we've acquired over the years, some of them helpful and some of them not so helpful. And so then we bring all of that stuff into our marriage. And so then we've got our own garbage. Plus, we've got this spiritual battle that's being waged uh, to try to destroy our very marriages. And that means we're going to have conflict. And so there you have it. There is an element, there's a component to uh, to marriages where it there's some suffering involved yeah. because of that conflict. Because really, uh, not I, I don't know very many humans who wake up in the morning and say, I hope my life is going to be filled with conflict today. <laughs> no, not, not so much. There, there are some. I have met a few, but not not the majority. So... So in that sense, there's there's an element of suffering in marriage. But Paul says that that suffering produces perseverance, okay? So that means that we stay faithful. I think Malachi and Kathy gave us a powerful story of yes. perseverance last week, one that I think brought many of us to our knees as we thought about just the, the steadfastness and the perseverance that, that they have had in their marriage, and Kathy in particular. Um, and, and so then what happens as we persevere? Well, character. Character gets formed. And that's really what we all want, right? We want to grow. We all recognize that none of us are complete in and of ourselves. None of us came into this world perfect. We need to have character formed in us. And our spouses are one of the most powerful tools to do that. Uh, I remember when I was... um, when I was in counseling with uh, with Paul, Paul said that for some strange reason, um, our uh, the, my my greatest 
the things that bring me to my knees oftentimes are the things that that uh, our spouses uh, are are strongest in. In other words, they're uniquely poised to rub off all of those rough edges that I have. It's like, okay, well, apparently the Lord knew what he was doing. He knew that I needed somebody who could bring me to my knees on a regular basis and rub those hard edges off. Uh, and so there is that character that's formed. And what's Sort of an the iron end? sharpening iron yeah, situation. Yeah, iron sharpening iron, totally. What's the end result of, of that character? Well, Paul says it's hope, and hope doesn't disappoint. Yeah. And I think all of us know the power of hope. We also know the other end of hope, that, that hopelessness or despair. And there's, there's almost nothing more miserable than to feel hopeless or to feel despair. And, and yet on the flip side, when we feel hope, how powerful. It's such a powerful tool. So, uh, so I think um, our hope in, in doing this marriage podcast is that, that you were given hope. Uh, hope yeah. as you heard uh, Jen and my story and how we uh, kind of hit snags in our marriage and then we're like, oh, well, we, we need some help. And we got help from counseling, we got help from friends, and the Lord was really faithful to us and brought us to a, a much more spacious place in our marriage. Uh, and then uh, I hope you got hope from Paul and Kim as they said, hey, there's some tools out there and they yes. can be helpful. And and in fact, I've had several people say, hey, you need to have them back on and just do a, a, a series on agreements. And I was like, that's a brilliant that's idea. so good. So I think we'll try to hunt them down and see yeah. if they would be willing. We'll beg them right. uh, to see if they would do another <laughs> one, just to, helping us think through agreements because, wow, what a powerful tool that is. But there's yeah. these practical tools that, that can help. Uh, us and then uh, last week hearing uh, from Malachi and Kathy and hearing their story of of again that perseverance and then God bringing them to a more spacious place a place where they can say they legitimately love each other yeah in the midst of all that hard stuff wow if that, that does that was uh, we were you know sitting here watching them give their testimony listening to them give their testimony I wasn't talking much in the last episode frankly because. I, I sort of think that my jaw was on the floor for a bunch of it, of just yeah. this powerful testimony of you hear of people, and this will transition us, I think, a bit into our, our next point too, but you hear um, of so many people, you know, talking about, well, you know, I can I can uh, survive anything in my in my relationship except blank. I can, you know, I can, um, I, I've got a, a threshold that I will, uh, I will not go past. And, um, and Malachi and, Cal- and Kathy, um, just talking about the fact that no, that's not that's not an option for them. They they will be pushing through this, and they will be begging the Lord and their friends and you know everybody for help on it. And it was just it was a mind blowing kind of jaw dropping experience, and it it just really it gave me a whole new perspective on them and and relationships overall. Yeah, yeah, I and and that's you know it's that's not to that's not to. Um, one of the things that I was struck by is that uh, is is Kathy saying, you know, th- th- there's still pain. Oh yeah. You know, even though You're there's not done. great redemption, it doesn't mean that the pain goes away. And and I heard from several of our listeners that just that hearing somebody say that was really encouraging to them because 
because it is true. Some, the, oh, yeah. the, the pain doesn't necessarily go away, but we can see how God mm-hmm. redeems it. We can see how God makes new life uh, spring from it. Yeah. And so I, I know I just thought about that all week, just Absolutely. Um, seeing, and really that's, that's the kind of the story of all of our lives. I mean, there, it, it actually kind of helps you see the Ephesians five <laughs> yeah. where God, God talks about how he values marriage and, and how this is a institution that he w- wants to represent Christ's relationship with the church. And I actually felt like they, uh, they kind of give us a picture of yes. that and th- in a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. And no wonder the enemy wants to take that down, right? When yeah. you have beautiful stories like this, no wonder he wants to go after that. So, well, and that's like you building on that. That's, that's a, uh, a picture of Christ in the church and, and the Christian walk. There's, I, I believe that there's this misconception out there of the moment or that, that people think that when, when you become a Christian, you you suddenly have this euphoric. There's nothing wrong, no problems. All of my sins, like all of our sins, are washed away. But but that means that we have to just be in this sort of hippie, you know, all all is love, all is happiness at all points in time. Yeah. No, we're still human, and we're still in a fallen world. And our you know our, our salvation is eternal, but our but our consequences are temporal. You yeah. know, and I think that's something that was so powerful too, of just saying, yeah, it. You don't have to be daunted by. Well, I have a messed up or messy life. Yeah. Um, we can still like there's there's hope and there's you know leading into our next point. There's hard work to move us, you yeah. know, to to move past yeah. those things. Those totally. Hurts. Yeah. Jesus Jesus Christ saves sinners, of whom I am the chief. That's what Paul yeah. says, and I and that's really true, right? But sadly, in the church, uh, sometimes we we especially if you've been a Christian for twenty or thirty years. Yeah. You think, well, geez, I should have had this figured out by right. now. And so we feel badly not being perfect. But that's the whole point of the gospel, right? We yes. aren't perfect and we need redemption. Yes. We need Christ to be at work in us, you know, giving me repentance on a right. daily basis and helping me see myself clearly. And so, yeah, which then that, like you said, that that's where the hard work comes yeah. in, right? So, yeah, I think, um, so I hope that, that the marriage series has given you hope. Yeah. Hope that there are tools, mm-hmm. hope that other people have challenges and struggles uh, and that, and that God sees them through and that God redeems broken things. So I hope, I hope, hope you, you feel more hopeful as you have listened to these. Absolutely. Well, and, and we already kind of bled into this a little bit, but, but that hard work aspect, can you kind of bring us or bring that all together a little bit? Where's the hard, we've, we got the hope and that's all nice and happy. But there still is that hard work. There still is the struggle yeah. and the pain. Yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Well, as Paul says, uh, you're not going to get to the hope part without the suffering, the yeah. perseverance and the character. So, so in marriage, we are going to run against run up against snags and hard things and, uh, and stressors and, uh, and things that that cause pain. And it takes hard work Mm -hmm. to sort those things out. And the easy thing to do is to say, well, we just must not be compatible. We better throw in the towel. Yeah. But, but maybe the very redemption that God wants to bring to you is the redemption of turning and facing some of these hard things about yourself and these hard things about your spouse yeah. and and actually working through them to see what beautiful picture comes out on the other end. Yeah, no, I, I, I really agree. And, and even as we were just talking, I was sort of struck by, you know, one of the things we might do in the future um, is 
uh, is maybe we, we should be talking also, especially because we're dealing with kids here, of, of what what about when you're looking for your spouse? You know, what if, mm-hmm. what about, you know, because we do, you know, we're talking to people who are parents now and, and that's, that's our large audience here is, is our parents. Um, and, uh, and most of whom are, are married. What, what about it? When, what about the, the not throwing in the towel part, you know, beforehand, mm-hmm. like how do you set up yeah. so that you, so that that's not, not that you, you're setting it up for perfection, but yeah. setting it up so that you maybe be, prevent or go into yeah. it with how a, do we, a how mindset. How do we coach our kids? Yeah. How do we coach our kids on looking for compatibility? That's it. Because, uh, you know, in one sense, you could really marry anybody in the world yeah. and you're going to run into snags and hardships. No matter and what, you're going to have to work through it, but you can, you can make things simpler on yourself. Yeah. You know, you, they don't have to be quite so painful. So, right. Yeah, uh, that that would be a fun one. We could do that. That would uh, be interesting. Maybe we'll do that as part of our parenting series that we're yeah, trying yeah, down to put the road. together here. Connect yeah. me too. Well, so what are um, let's bring it uh, a little bit more to the practical edge. Uh, what are some of the key takeaways that we've seen from all from these four major conversations that we've had? Yeah, I as I look back on as I look back on on our whole series on marriage, I I think there's four uh, four takeaways that stick with me that, uh, that make me think, okay, yeah, this is, this is what we, my wife and I need to focus on. This is what we need to do. This is the pathway forward for growth. And so first one is, uh, self-awareness, self-awareness. And, uh, for some reason, uh, for some reason in the church, self-awareness has not necessarily been uh, a prominent theme, at least in my church going experience. I've, I've never really been challenged to know myself. There's been lots of challenge challenges to know God, but not a lot of challenges to know myself. But interestingly, Calvin says that we can't really know God unless we know ourselves. And, uh, and of course, um, the greatest snag to my marital bliss is me. You know, we, we're tempted to think that it's our spouse, but the reality is the greatest snag for me is me because I, you know, I bring lots of problems to the table. Well, we get in our own way yes, so often. We do. We, we, we trip over ourselves so often. And so what's the pathway forward? Well, I need to know myself. I need to know, uh, I need to know why I do the things I do. Uh, that was part of why we talked about the Enneagram. That's mm-hmm. a fun tool to, uh, to help you maybe know a little bit more about why you do the things you do. But uh, more, uh, we, we hurt other people and oftentimes we don't intend to, or, or again, are even aware that we're not even we aware did. that we do it. Yeah. yeah. And so, and so we have to become aware of what those things are in ourselves. Um, you know, uh, Paul and Kim talked about triggers. We get triggered, you know, uh, Jen will say something to me and then all of a sudden I go from zero to a hundred. <laughs> uh, and, and then, you know, on the backside of that, you know, little uh, moment of rage, uh, <laughs> I, I realized, wait a second, I wasn't really actually responding to her. There was something that got triggered in me that was much deeper. <laughs> and so, but how do I, how do I get to the bottom of that without self-knowledge? So yeah. self-knowledge, I think is key. I like it. So that's the first thing. The second then would be the importance of community. Yes, totally. We hit that a lot. Hundred percent uh, agree with you. The community for uh, for Malachi and Kathy was huge. Community for Jen and I was huge. And uh, 
I think Paul and Kim even hinted to so. the fact that we need we need others to help us see ourselves yeah. clearly. So, uh, well, even even in their context, that still is Christian fellowship. You know, if, if you know if you're seeing a, a Christian marriage counselor or things like that, you know that's that's community to a, to an extent. It's not the yeah. same as as what you guys are talking about, but yeah. still there. And I, so I, my encouragement to you is find find community, yeah. find people that you can go face to face with and, and have fellowship with. And lots of churches have different, you know, programs for that. Some churches do small groups, yeah. you know, uh, community groups, all those different things, but it doesn't, you know, Bible studies, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily matter the format, but you just need people who know you, you right. need people who know you and love you and who you can share honestly with. And uh, one just side note, uh, for a lot of years, I sat around and I thought to myself, you know, why is nobody inviting me over? Why is nobody like reaching out to me? And I was just kind of waiting for community to yep. happen to me. Um, and all of a sudden it occurred to me, well, what are you doing about that, DeVries? Yeah. Are you going out and inviting people? Are you? <laughs> so just, you know, it, it does take initiative on our part. Yeah. It, we, we, have to, we have to say, okay, no, I need this. And so I'm going to engage and yep. I'm going to go find uh, people who I can, who can know me and I can know them. So uh, with that, let's put um, this, the, the, those two things together. Cause I think that brings us to our third point, the self-awareness, knowing ourselves, and finding other people who know us help us then to, uh, to face reality, to, to be able to see things around us more clearly. Can you talk about that a bit more? Yeah. Uh, I'm amazed. I'm amazed at the lengths that I go to, to, uh, to not be honest with myself. In other words, I, I work really hard to believe my own lies. We, all of us are self-deceived to certain degrees and, and I work really hard to try to keep it that way. And I need other people. This is the community. I need other people to call my bluff and say, yeah, no, that's not really why you did that. Or yeah, no, when you, when you said that, do you have any idea how hurtful that was? Um, you know, so I need that, that I need to face the reality, um, of myself. But the other thing that I think we need to, to do is we need to face the reality in our, in our marriages. So, uh, for my wife and I, what I think the turning point was both of us realized that there were these no man's land conversation topics that we had just after 15 or so years of marriage realized, oh yeah, we don't talk about that. Oh yeah, we can't go there because they were minefields. And it's like, well, it's easier to avoid than to go there. And I think we thought but that if we just avoided these things, that, that we'd be fine. But we realized that those things were still exerting power on us and that they were hurtful. The reason that we weren't going there is because they were hurtful. And so we eventually had to turn and face that. We had to say, actually, no, that's painful. That hurts. And I guess I'd kind of like to get that fixed. So I think it's really important that we, we face reality. And, and I think our community can be a powerful tool uh, to help us do that. They kind of need to call our bluff or they need to, to say, hey, when you talk to your spouse that way, like I understand why she uh, feels uh, threatened or whatever it is. And it's right. like, oh, Oh, other people see that. Okay, that's not good. I need to work. It's on not that. just she's she's uptight and you know yeah. or whatever. You know yeah. you can make excuses for for that, and that would then go. I would assume with with humbling yourself and saying, "Oh, I might be wrong in yeah, this situation." Totally. Yeah. And I think that brings us to our last takeaway, yeah. which is humble. We have to assume a humble yeah. posture. 
First uh, Peter five six says, "Humble yourself therefore under God's mighty hand, that He may lift you up in due time." I promise, you have more to confess. You have more to dare I say. Uh, you have more to to confess to your spouse than you care to admit. Probably, and, yeah. Uh, and so humble yourself. Malachi and Kathy gave us a beautiful picture of that last week of, of Malachi saying, come clean, tell it all, tell the whole story. So humble yourself, uh, be transparent. Um, and why, why do we do that? Well, first of all, because like we said, we need to face reality, but second, because, um, in the kingdom of God, the pathway up is the pathway down. Mm. Uh, Paul says, that if I'm going to boast, I'm going to boast of the things that show my weakness, not the things that show my strength. Our culture says, boast about the things that you're good at. Yeah. Paul says, if you're going to boast, boast about your weaknesses. Right. Because in your weakness, God's power is made perfect. And so uh, so I think the pathway up in marriage is to humble ourselves, to to own our to own our issues, to own our our the ways that we hurt our spouse. And what is the end result? Well, he will lift us up in due time. He will bring us to a place, to a spacious place Mm. in his timing. So we have to start there. We have to start with humility, facing our own issues and focusing on fixing them. Because the reality is that the only person that I can fix in my marriage is me. Mm -hmm. I can't fix my spouse. Uh, As much as we (laughs) wished we could, we can't fix our spouses. We can only fix ourselves. So... Where do I start? I start with me. Yeah. I focus on humbling myself, confessing my own sin, and bringing it before the Lord and before my wife, and and then uh, and then allowing God to redeem it and to lift uh, lift me up and lift us up in due time. And that it's not just it's not your power that's going to do it. It's it's leaning on the Lord and giving having getting strength from Him. Yeah. To be able to do that. Yeah, I actually think that, um, you know, Paul talks about the the freedom that comes from the gospel. And I'm, I think that there is a strong connection between humbling ourselves and then experiencing the freedom that Christ gives us in the gospel. But for some reason, I fight tooth and nail against humbling myself. Yep. It's like I'm resisting the very blessing that God wants to give me. Absolutely. Because really, I've said this for a long time. I'm sure, I'm sure this is in scripture. I don't think this is my wisdom, but uh, you know, I think the root of all sin is pride. Right. Yeah. You know, it, that's, that's the thing. We always know better than yeah. everybody else. Yeah. You know, we think we do. The, um, yeah, the, it's often been said that the first sin of Adam and Eve yeah. was, was not eating, uh, was not eating the apple, but it was wanting to be right. God, yes. which is ultimately pride. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, we're, we're about wrapped up. I want to ask you a question. This is, this was not one that we had planned, uh, but just, just kind of forecasting a little bit. Can you make the connection? How does this, um, how does this connect to parenting? So we've, we've started with marriage. How does that connect with parenting? And then ultimately, you know, the, to our school, to the river Academy. And then of course we have to ask ourselves going with, do we go with the flow? Yeah. We, I, first of all, let me say, I believe that we have one of the most amazing communities here at the River mm-hmm. Academy. And when I look out on our on our families, I just thank God every day because yeah. we have, well, I, I say this, I, I know I'm biased, <laughs> and I say, but I say I work with the best families in the Valley. And yep. I know that that's not entirely true, but I just love the families yeah. that I work with. So so really this, this series is all about, I want these families 
uh, and I want uh, I want us to be a community that grows together. And, and as we grow together and as we push ourselves to grow in our marriages, we know it's going to help our yeah. parenting, right? I mean, as my wife and I are more on the same page, as there's more peace in our home, yeah. you can watch your kid, you can watch your kid's disposition either go down or up by how you're doing in your, in your marriage. Kids know, kids, kids feel know. when there's dissension. Yeah, they feel yeah. it. They feel it. Yeah. Um, and and so, you know, so that's really as we as we grow in our marriage and as our kids see us more unified and more at peace, then then they're going to be at more more at peace inside of themselves. So that is going to be a huge parenting yeah. success. But also um, parenting is, is, you know, talk about hard work. Yeah. You know, uh, parenting is insanely hard. And uh, and so the more we're on the same page with our spouse, totally. the more we are able to, you know, to tackle that that one as a team. Uh, and, and then of course, uh, all of this, I think, uh, when we look at the big picture, what Mm -hmm. are we really about? Well, we're about, we're about affecting our Valley and affecting our world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And how do we do that? Well, we, we we're faithful. We're faithful with the callings that God has given us as, as uh, husband and wife and as, as parents and as educators. And the end goal is that, that, uh, are that we and then our children would be uh, valley shapers and world shapers, yeah. and uh, and we're already starting to see that with some of our graduates and and uh, you know some of our some of our teachers who have had uh, their kids go on and um, so it's you know we're starting to see good fruit there and so that's how it, how it connects. I love it. Well, and, let, and so we now have our, our last question: Are we? And I guess I don't know who the we is in here, but are we are we encouraging people to go? with the flow in this case to, to go with the flow of, of, of our modern culture of the way marriage is done and handled. Well, I, I can say emphatically no on this one. This is one where we got to swim upstream because it's hard work and the easy thing, all humans want to take the path of least resistance. And there's nothing in marriage that is, uh, when it comes to these challenging things that is uh, no resistance, it's all, you know, so in that way we're swimming way upstream. Awesome. Well, thanks everybody for listening in. Uh, we will be starting on a new series uh, pretty soon. And so you'll just stay tuned, listen to keep on listening in. Uh, and as always, you can find us on uh, www.theriveracademy.org. Uh, subscribe to us wherever you uh, listen to your podcasts. We're on all of them. We're on iTunes. We're on uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, all of those fun ones. Uh, give us a Take a minute and give us a rating. It really helps us to be discovered. We've had a few people who have done that, and that's fantastic. We thank you very much. Um, and, uh, and leave a review as well. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can also interact with us on Facebook on our Facebook page. Just let us know if there's, again, topics that you want to hear about or, or what you thought. Are we, are we on the right track or are we crazy? Or, you know, let us know uh, what, you, what you think about what you're listening to. So as always, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Going With The Flow, a River Academy podcast. Follow us on Facebook at The River Academy and find us online at www.theriveracademy.org. Also, rate and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts.